Hi, this is Lisa, and you are listening to I Love That Movie. This podcast is for movie lovers. It's not an unbiased opinion. It's not a straightforward review. It's just a couple people talking about a movie that they love. The format is each week I have a guest, and that guest and I discuss a movie that they love, something they're obsessed with, something they connect with. We'll talk about the plot, the director, and the actors, but we'll also talk about the personal connection my guest has with that movie. So if that sounds like something you want to listen to, keep listening. Hi, this is Lisa, and I have a new guest with me here today, and that is Bart Weiss. Uh, Bart, would you like to introduce yourself? Hi, yeah, I'm I'm Bart Weiss. Uh, many people know me as the founder of the Dallas Video Fest, which this fall will have its 31st festival, and uh, we do a lot of other things. We have a program on TV called Frame of Mind on KERA Television. We have a program coming up um, on Sunday about uh, women's films from the 70s. We have the 24-hour video race, which we're going to talk about. And uh, yeah, we do we do a lot of stuff. But I also uh, teach film and video and program a Jew- monthly series of Jewish films. That is so amazing. Yeah, you're, uh, the event this Sunday, I'm going to that as well. Oh, that's so, awesome. Yeah. Oh, and I'm also working on three films. Oh, you sound very busy. <laughs> <laughs> That is so great. Well, today we're going to talk about the 24-hour video race. And just for uh, my listeners out out there, the 24-hour video race is a fun filmmaking competition in which teams of video makers have 24 hours to write, shoot, edit, and score an original short film. Um, And I just thought that sounded so exciting. I'm so glad that you took some time out to talk about this. I really wanted to hear more about it. And I guess my first question is, can you give us a little bit of a history on the event? So, yeah, we started this about oh, 15 or so years ago, and I'm sorry, I don't know the exact time, but um, mm-hmm. at the time, the managing director was a woman named Laura Neitzel, and she went to a retreat to figure out, like, how can we re-energize what we do? And they had to come up with, like, different new kind of programs, and she's the one who came up with this idea. And, and during those days people had mini DV tapes and so they had to export their material to tape and then there were always problems always problem with the exporting and the stuff was kind of grungy um, but there was definitely found a kind of an excitement that um, people could make a film in 24 hours and 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 the reason is first of all, people have a lot of inertia, you know, like I want to make a film, but you know, I don't know, I got to walk the dog. I got to do this. I got to do that. There are a million reasons not to do it. When you have 24 hours to do nothing but this, you put all that stuff aside, you can actually get something done. And then once you do the 24 hour video race, and then you see your film at the Angelica theater on the big screen, it's really easy to pick up the momentum and do that next project. And, and, so that people really get kind of excited. And it also, you know, one of the things that I think, you know, propels people forward is that that a lot of people are, you know, have this great fear of failure, which stops people from doing things. And with the video race, you have this built in excuse. I had 24 hours. What do you expect? So <laughs> once, you, 
once you go with that, you can say like, whatever I do is gravy and it'll be fun. And people really, really have fun. We have teams that like just picked up a camera. I mean, I had one team one year that said, I just got this camera, you know, today. I don't quite know how to work it, but I hope this thing will turn out okay. That and is unbelievable. We had, we've had people that are professionals. We've had a team like twice shoot film as in Kodak motion picture film, had it developed and transferred all within one day. We've had people write original songs and do playback music to them. We've had people from, you know, come from far away to do this. There, there's um, some people who um, did this in high school as like a ritual and they would do it every year. Then they went away to college and they would come back um, during the race and connect with each other just to make a film in 24 hours um, from all the different places they were going to college at. People have used the film they made at the video race for their um, college application to get into places like NYU and USC. Um, so, you know, that's a really great thing that comes out of it. And and there's just this kind of fun and excitement um, about it. You know, the, the possibilities are endless. The energy is just amazing. And, you know, since we started it, there have been a lot of other races there's like a 48 hour race a seven day race a horror film race there um, different schools will do them themselves there are some schools that will do like a pre-race race to get themselves like ready for it you know so um so this has become kind of like an institution in and of itself it's got its own kind of mojo and energy to it and you know it's just like a lot of fun. It's it's amazing how it works for the people involved and it gets people excited. Wow, that is I really liked what you said there when you were saying that a lot of times people have this dream to make a movie and it's hard to just get started. Um yeah. and and yeah, that is a really good point. I actually just recorded with um a filmmaker that makes like small bud uh small budget films uh, that are horror and sci-fi. And that was his number one advice was just do it, just get out there and just pick up a camera and go. So I think that is really incredible. Yeah. And, and now you have a deadline and sometimes people need a deadline. They really do. Well, you know, that kind of brings me to my next question. I know you mentioned some students, uh, who all is eligible to enter the contest? Um, anybody, (laughs) truly anybody. Um, we have had, um, middle school students, high school students. We've had retired people. We've had um, just about every kind of community of filmmaker one can imagine. That is really cool. Well, how many teams a year do you average? Well, you know, it, it, it depends on many things. There have been some times when we've been a little bit too close to Mother's Day. Um, and uh, But anywhere from, say, 50 teams to, like, 90 teams. Wow, that's pretty big. Yeah. I mean, it's truly amazing. It takes, like, three days to jury all of the films. And, you know, everything that gets finished gets shown um, and everything gets finished in 24 hours gets shown in competition. And, and, you know, the projection at the mag at the, excuse me, at the Angelica theater is really beautiful. And, you know, it's like, particularly now that things are shot mostly on digital SLRs or, you know, cameras in high definition, 
you can have something that looks as good as what's sitting in the next theater. Mm-hmm. I mean, the picture quality looks looks great. That wasn't the case back in the mini DVDs. <laughs> no, <laughs> that's true. Well, um, so what what do people win? Is there like an awards ceremony or is there a prize? Well, okay. So when we started this, we really had a lot of discussions about this. That, that um, you know, we could have some cash prize, and there are like video races that have cash prizes. Um, we have trophies for the winners uh, instead of cash prizes, um, and it's mostly that there's something that kind of ups the competition to a level that I don't feel comfortable at when you have cash involved. Like people might do nasty things to other people. And and this is meant to be the spirit of fun and enjoyment. And I don't want that sort of cutthroat to it. So we have these really beautifully made um, trophies and we do have, you know, really good judges. And um, one of the things that I will uh, suggest if anybody is interested in uh, doing this race and they're, you know, they want to win, which of course everybody wants to win, is follow the instructions. I can't tell you how many times people make a really nice movie, but they didn't use the required elements. Oh, gotcha. There's a theme, a proper location, and a line of dialogue. And sometimes there's this film, it's like, that was so great, but it didn't have the line of dialogue in it. And it can like be a winner if it doesn't have all of the elements. And you might say, so why do you have all of the elements? And there's a reason for that. It's not that we want to be <laughs> difficult. The I, When we were starting this, you, you wouldn't believe how much time we thought about how to not let people cheat. And what I mean by that is if you didn't have these elements, people could have a script that's yeah. ready to go. And at midnight, they just take the script that they were planning and they've already got their crew lined up. The crew is kind of easy, but they're cast. That's one of the most difficult things. At midnight, you get all these instructions and say, oh, my God, I wrote the script. I need a 34-year-old uh, bicyclist. Do I know anybody who does that? Well, let's call him up at 2 in the morning <laughs> and see if he's available. And uh, so, I mean, it is really kind of an interesting struggle. But, you know, we want to make sure that it's a level playing field from the very beginning and that nobody has coming in there with the script that's ready to go. And sometimes you'll see a film that totally looks like it's a film that somebody wanted to do and they kind of shoehorn the elements into it and they didn't really work well. And those tend not to win. That makes complete sense. Yeah. Because I mean, that could be maybe a different kind of competition in and of itself, you know, put a script together and make it in 24 hours. But if you want the entire film to be within 24 hours, you're right. There has to be guidelines that sort of prove (laughs) that they really did it in that timeline. Wow. That is really interesting. So, so who all ends up being the judges on your panel? How do you decide that? Well, um, we actually spent a lot of time thinking about, who can evaluate the material. Um, I try to use um, sometimes people that are either filmmakers, film curators, um, sometimes um, uh, some experts that know a whole lot about films. But I, you know, it's very important that whoever these people are, that they understand the difference between what you can expect from a high school student and what you can expect from a professional. What I really didn't explain is that we, we put all of these groups into different categories. Of course, it's not fair for 
um, uh, a high school student to be competing against a professional. So, so the high school and middle school students are in their own categories competing against each other. College students are in their own category. And then there's a category for one-man band, or uh, what do we call it, one-person uh, something. I don't know. We had a cute name. Um, but the idea is that uh, there's if you're just one person making a film, you should not be competing against a crew of like 10 people. That's just not fair. So, um, so we, we, and then each of the categories wins their own prize. And because there are different judges for different categories, there's no like grand prize. There's no best of show because the only person who's seen everything is probably me because I do the MC between each film. Um, we do spend time trying to get good people. And also it's very important for us that the people we have are diverse, right? So that people are from different communities and they have sensitivities to the different kind of films that are made. Oh, that's, that's great. That is really awesome. Uh, do you have any kind of best of stories? I guess when I was listening to you talk about how, you know, how exciting this is and all the momentum uh, and how people will meet up after years, um, even when they've taken a break, gone away to college and stuff like that. What, what are some of the, I guess, like the most memorable films that you can remember from over the years that just had a great story behind them or something like that? We've had pieces that are, you know, memorable, you know, beyond the years. Like I said, I've seen hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of, of, of these. And, and one of the things that's always crazy is, um, when you try to have, when we think about what these elements are, it's like, it's amazing how people will subvert them sometimes in kind of nasty ways <laughs> and sometimes <laughs> in ways that we just did not, um, fully expect. And, you know, that's a good thing. It's like what, when, when you get these elements at midnight, it's like the first thing people do is they get together and try and think of like, what would it, an idea be and then what resources do we have who can we get and um uh one of my students once was doing one of these and on the way back from um the angelica to arlington where they all lived um one of them got a location for an amusement park and a location for a bowling alley and had all the uh, cast together by the time everybody got to arlington and then they wrote the script around the locations that they had and the film tend to, turned out to be just really wonderful um so part of it is like you know how many resources can you marshal up you know really quickly um to find something that can be fun and evocative mm -hmm. uh, i guess another question that i had was what do you want people to gain from this experience? Because you mentioned that, you know, it, it gets them started and there's an energy to it. And when you have a deadline, uh, that's a real driving force. But is there something that you, with all your experience, kind of seeing people go through this process, are, are there a few things that you sort of imagine that they're going to pick up on and learn from that experience? Well, the one thing that everybody learns is how to make a deadline, which is an important <laughs> yeah. thing, you know, and in particular, it was much worse during the tape years because you never knew how long it was going to take to export. And now we have issues about rendering. And sometimes, you know, you'll have somebody running up at like 1130 and it's still raining, it was rendering and 1145 is still rendering 1155. Oh it's still rendering on their laptop and um you know it's a it's kind of a crazy thing what i really want people to get out of this and this is really what this is about 
I, I want more people making better films. And um, this gets people in motion and moving. And this kind of upgrades upgrades our whole film community. Um, and, you know, the more films you make, the better the films you make. And the more exercise you have in doing this, the better. And um, the other thing is, it's so wonderful to see filmmakers like meet each other and talk to each other, people that didn't know each other at their screening and, you know, laughing with each other. And we've had times when people who were in competing teams then got together the next year and worked together as a team. And then they worked on other projects together. You know, film's a collaborative medium. And if you can find actors, cameramen, soundmen, or just people who get your idea of what a film is, then you can be a happy camper and make more films. And, you know, it just kind of moves the energy of the community to like a better level. Yeah, that's that's really interesting because, you know, like you're saying, it is a race, there is competition, but you're really building out the community through doing yeah. that. So that's a really positive byproduct of that. Um, so, so where can someone like me, who's not a filmmaker necessarily, but is interested, uh, where would I, am I able to go like the day that you announce these elements or is it yeah. just, go ahead. So on, on midnight at the Angelica theater on, I guess it's next Saturday or is it next Friday? I'm sorry. I should know this, but, um, I believe it's Saturday. Yeah. But um, it's at midnight, and at midnight we go into the theater and we play this video that shows you the elements. There's a little bag with like more instructions on what do you mean by da 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 da, and um, how can we access some archival footage? We have some special things that we have this year that we're allowing people to have access to. Now all that'll be in the bag that everybody has. And then everybody, you know, rushes off. And then we have this hotline for people to call the next day of like, how do I export this film? Um, what do you mean by da 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 da? And, uh, you know, a place to answer the questions. Of course, we have a website, 24hourvideorace.com. There's also, I think, some information on the Video Fest uh, site, which is videofest.org. Um, so, yeah, um, they can go there and get lots of information or just show up the night at the event. Look, we want people to do this, right? And um, we want people to make films. That's that's kind of what we do. Yeah, and I'm looking at your website. It looks like Friday, March 30th at 11.45 p.m. And so there's a couple other dates here. I guess this is when you're uh, showing all the films, right? The, the second and the third? Mm -hmm. Yes. So um, what happens is after we get the films, we have them on a the file. And uh, we have somebody, a guy named Christian Vasquez, who just puts them on a hard drive. Everybody will get an email from Raquel, who is the managing director, saying your film will be on the high school group on Monday at 7 o'clock. And so you know um, when to come. We show all of the films. I do a Q&A with the filmmakers, which is always a fun thing. Then the judges go off and you know, figure out who moves to the finals. And then the last night are the finals from every category. And wow. that's always a really exciting night. So uh, just a quick question. So on the second, like when you start at say six o'clock, how long does that run till usually? Oh, <laughs> it runs till, 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 till we're done. And it's wow. usually about 10 or 11 o'clock. Now, the first time we did this, I should... Maybe I shouldn't tell the story. The first time we did this, we had no idea 
how many people would sign up. And we did not calculate for how many people were there. And we also had some technical problems because it was on tape and people had different tape decks. And so we had our like, hurry up and find a tape that'll take HG something or other, blah, blah, blah. So we went like, it was supposed to go until like 10. And I think we were still showing films at midnight and it was like a crazy night. And the fact that we went to year two is amazing because it was pretty (laughs) depressing. Well, the thing that was clear is that people really enjoyed this and liked it. And, and it was a lot of fun. And, you know, having your film shown at the Angelica theater is a good thing. Um, so, and then, and it looks like on the ninth is when you have the finals, right? So this is, do you screen some of just, just like the final films and then do the, uh, awards? Yeah. So, so the, after, uh, after each category, so the, the middle school, high school, uh, college, uh, one man band or one person, whatever, one person orchestra, I think is what I call it. And, uh, uh, and then the you know, the professionals with a lot of people, each category will go, will be judged and then we'll give the awards for that category. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm kind of thinking as, as you're talking about this for someone that, I mean, I think the, the video race is great to get people going and meet a deadline, but I, I also imagine it would be really fun to maybe the first year, just go see it, like see exactly what all the process is and observe it and kind of make connections and get ideas and then come back the next year, even stronger with, uh, and then ready to participate, you know? A- absolutely. And if, if, if that were like me and I was like uh, looking there and saying, I want to do this next year, what I would clearly do is see an actor that was in a film that I liked and go up to him and say, I'm going to do this next year. Can I have your information? Because I'm going to have you in a film. And, um, you know, once you have a good actor, you can have a much better production. The other thing I wanted to say is if you're sitting at home listening to this and saying, you know, I don't have a fancy digital SLR. I don't even know how I would think about doing this, but I would be willing to bet you that you have you, the person sitting there listening to this in your car or while you're walking the dog or while you're at the gym right? You might be listening to this on a mobile device. Your mobile device has an incredible, probably high definition camera in it. And there are great applications like Filmic Pro that will let you control exposure and focus and a whole lot of other things. And they're not hard to learn. There are easy tutorials for it. And you can make a really, really great film with a mobile device. There is no reason not to do this. Wow, I love that pitch. That is so exciting. I can't I can't wait to go and see some of these films. Like I'm definitely going. I want to witness this. It's very exciting. Well, cool. It'd be nice to meet you. Yeah. Um, so for the rest of this year, you kind of mentioned a couple quick dates. I was just wondering what are some of the, you know, what what are what can we look forward to, I guess, in the next couple of months? Well, um, okay, so after like the um uh the women's program, the 24 hour video race. Um, I think our next big thing is, um, (laughs) the annual cat video festival, which will be in (laughs) August. Um, and this will be our third or fourth year of doing this. I think it may be the third or maybe the fourth. Anyway. Um, so we kind of just stumbled into this and, um, I have four cats and, you know, people love to watch cat videos and, um, 
So yes, we put together a cat video festival and that's a really great thing. That'll be in August. And then around the same time, we will have um, uh, the, our TV show will start in early September, which is called Frame of Mind. And I am working on some amazing programs for that. And the, those are run on Thursday nights at 10 o'clock from beginning of September to Thanksgiving. And um, that's like work from independent Texas filmmakers. And oh, that's um, great. a wide variety of that. Then in October, we'll have DocuFest, which is like sort of part one of Dallas Video Fest, which will just be documentaries. And then we will have in uh, early February, um, uh, Dallas Video Fest Alternative Fictions, which is a compilation of um, dramatic films and television and all the other kinds of alternative things that I like to kind of throw in. And then we have also on Tuesday nights, once a month between now and the next still five or six weeks, we work with uh, the Dallas morning news to present Chris Wagner's screening room on Tuesday nights. Uh, all this is available on our website. And if you go to our website, you can sign up for our newsletter. And um, as part of the newsletter, which comes out on every Monday, um, you get bar chat, which is just things that I happen to be thinking about over the week, just random musings um, that are sometimes interesting. And then I try to, to put out everything that I know of that's going on that's interesting and worth screening. So uh, if you get our newsletter, you'll kind of know, you know what's playing at the Texas Theater, um, what new films are coming, what festivals are happening, what special screenings are going on, because there's always some kind of special thing going on. And um, there isn't a central place to like get all of that information. So that's why we put it in our newsletter. Oh, that's great. Well, I guess uh, my last couple of questions, I, I wanted to ask you if you came back on the show, which I really hope you do. This has been such a blast talking about this festival and just discussing uh, the Dallas scene. But I was wondering what movie would you want to discuss that you love? Sure. Um, there, there are lots, of course, you know, and as a film teacher, I think you're supposed to say Citizen Kane because every film teacher is supposed to talk about Citizen Kane. But I think the, um, a film that I think is really kind of relevant to the world today is uh, The Battle of Algiers, uh, on, which I don't know if you have seen that. It's, um, I actually haven't, no. Um, it's an incredibly great film that almost looks like it's a documentary. Um, and it's really sort of the first film that deals with terrorism in any kind of interesting way, but from a very unique perspective. It also comes out of the Italian neorealist tradition so that um, there's only one person in the film that's actually a real actor. All the other people are non-actors. And um, it's, a, it's a film that influenced a generation of political filmmakers and, and Spike Lee was very influenced by it. A lot of our, a lot of filmmakers are, are, you know, very excited about it. So that's, that's, that's one that we should, you should watch that. And I think you will, uh, you will, uh, you will get very excited by it. Wow. Yeah. I, I love that answer. And that's, that's a film. I mean, I think people have tossed around the idea of picking something uh, with that type of su subject matter, but I haven't actually had a guest pick that yet. So that would be really, really interesting. Um, and I look forward to watching it. So Bart, where, where can people find you? Uh, people can find me in many places. 
People can <laughs> wander over to Arlington, Texas and come into my class and watch me talking. Um, you know, most of the information that stuff about us is on videofest.org. We also have uh, Three Star Cinema, which is our Jewish film series. Also, if you like listening to podcasts, because clearly you do if you're listening to this, mm -hmm. you should listen to my podcast, which is called The Fog of Truth, which is a documentary podcast. And uh, each week we talk about a different documentary. We do reviews. We have interviews with documentary filmmakers. We just got back from South by Southwest. The episode that dropped on Wednesday are four interviews we did with filmmakers from South by Southwest, and they're really amazing films, and we had a really great time doing those. But uh, check that out if you like documentaries. I think you'll enjoy it. And um, yeah, videofest.org is generally where you can find things about me. Great. Well, thank you so much again for taking time out of your day to, to speak with me, and um, I, hope, I hope to talk to you again soon. All right. That is awesome. Thank you. I had a good time. Hey guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, it was great having Bart Weiss join us this week to talk about the 24-hour video race. I will keep you posted on this exciting event. And once again, head over to 24hourvideorace.com for more information on how to enter. I will also be putting out an episode covering the Women Make Movies event that I attended this weekend. So look forward to hearing about that. Uh, I hope you guys have been enjoying all these interview episodes. I know many of you out there have thought about getting involved in filmmaking or have started film projects of your own, and I just wanted to put out content that energizes and motivates you. Uh, if you guys have any feedback on this episode or any others, please feel free to reach out to me on Twitter under AYA Lisa Cosplay. Also, I'm on Instagram under AYA and as a Nancy AMI Lisa, or in our closed Facebook group, I Love That Movie. Our group is closed, but just send a request and I'll add you. It's just a safe space for movie lovers to discuss their favorite films, judgment-free. My only rule is keep it positive. If you like what you heard today, please subscribe and rate the show. If you leave a positive review on iTunes, you'll be entered to win a $20 gift card to a movie theater chain of your choice. Right now we're at 20 reviews and I will draw again once we get to 30, so leave one today. Thank you so much, guys, and I look forward to hearing from you. Bye. Thank you.